Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Almwake. Good morning, Maui. It's Jim Jacobson. Mary and I are kind of doing the revolving tour. Uh, she was behind the microphone for the last couple of weeks when I was in New York attending Book Expo America, and uh, she is now in Missouri. She comes back on Friday from a, a whole bunch of different events and conferences she's been speaking at. She's going to be joining us oh in the second half of our program today. And uh, let me tell you, when I was in New York, I got a phone call from my fiance Molly, and she said, there's this guy I met. I found out somehow he's amazing. He's going to be at Book Expo America. You got to go because he does these soul portraits. And I'm like, what's his name? And she said, Richard Shulman. And Molly didn't know that Richard Shulman is my favorite musician. Uh, I meditate uh, almost daily with uh, this CD that he put out in the, I don't know, over 10 years ago. It's called Ascension Harmonics. And that's what we're going to be talking about the first half of the program, the transformative power of music to move the soul in ways that um, you just wouldn't believe are possible. Certainly things that I was unaccustomed to until I first heard this music um, years ago. Richard's joining us from his home in North Carolina. Hello, Richard. Are you with us? I am, but I can hardly hear you. Can you I just he- heard you now, though. There you can hear me now. Okay, well, I was I was singing your praises and talking about how the uh, transformative power of your music, especially Ascension Harmonics, is a daily part of my meditation practice and, you know, it can, has moved my soul. It's something that I've been listening to for years and years now. Wow. Almost on a daily basis. And every time I listen to it, it you get new uh, nuances. So I'm going to play a little bit of the CD just to give our listeners an idea of what it's about. But before I do, uh, tell me about what, how, how do you describe this uh, uh, CD and, and what your music is all about? The Ascension Harmonic CD was a very particular project in that my partner in the project, whose name is Samuel Welsh, came to me with... 16 spiritual frequencies uh, that he wanted me to create music for. And uh, so what happened was he would, uh, he provided those frequencies for me, each one to a higher vibrational level, higher harmonic, uh, spiritually, and then I created music for each, uh, for each, for each energy. And so, all in all, it was uh, about a nine-month work and work in progress. And then, uh, so, and then I finished the music, and then he came to the studio and encoded the spiritual frequencies with the music on the CD. And when I first, you know, when I first heard the CD, I was so moved, and then I kind of heard what you're describing right now and for a very right brain logical person it didn't make a lot of sense and then the more i've experienced i mean this is it's a 73 minute cd and and it's the type of uh program that 
and really I think of it as a program. You listen to it from track one all the way through the 16th track with those right. different we frequencies. Do, we do recommend that you do it in order. It, it, it's just incredible. And I want to talk a little bit more about you, but just to give our uh, listeners a sense of what this is all about, um, I want to play uh, track three, which is uh, a track that you entitle Harmony. Richard, I, I don't know if you heard that, if you were able to hear that on uh, when you were when we were playing that, but that piece is just you know representative of what is on this CD, and it's and it truly embodies the concept of harmony. How did you how did you do that? Well, I've been working since the early '80s um, on well, actually since 1983, uh, I started on a deeper spiritual path and uh, by the time it was 1986 I was doing what I call musical soul portraits and basically what I do is I ask for music for the highest good for whatever it is so in that case I ask for music for the highest good for that energy of harmony and um, and then it, the music comes, and I do my best to be a good secretary. That's an, so you see yourself sort of as a, as a secretary. Um, yes, but one that does kind of talk back to the boss. Sometimes. <laughs> so it is a it is a collaborative effort, 
in that I set the intent and then over and then I trust that the music that comes is appropriate for what I've asked. So and basically um you sit and I mean you do all of this on keyboards and synthesizer, right? That's correct, okay. although I am also a composer. Right. I mean and, and I want to say I mean you are classically trained, you're a composer, you've you've been uh, you've performed at Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is this is this is a true musician in the highest sense. Um, uh, in well, terms I actually of, played in the small hall at Carnegie Hall. The small Most hall. Most people don't know that there are two halls. Oh, oh, okay. So, it wasn't we won't say that you 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 practice all the way to Carnegie Hall. You practice all the way to the recital hall at Carnegie Hall. Absolutely. Okay, and, but you've also uh, played at the United Nations. Doesn't, doesn't stop there. Uh, the United Nations and the Cool Jewel, uh, uh, Cool Jazz Festival, and and yes. you know you've you've performed all over North America and Europe. But what is so powerful is is the way that you are able to um, get into a mindset before you perform so that the music is effectively, I don't know, would you use the word channeled? Um, Channeled from my higher self or channeled from the oneness. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can say that, yes. Okay. Now, you you have both a, a, a background in psychology. How does that play into it when you do these musical soul portraits, which are basically, and also describe what a soul portrait is. Okay, well, the psychology was, um, you know, I have an interest in, in people and, and how, how things happen, but um, I, that was kind of, when I went to college, that was the thing I was doing while I was waiting to figure out what I really wanted to do, and that when I found out that was music, that was... Uh, uh, th- there was a there became a more esoteric um, psychology that I started working with, and that is my own inner connection. And Jim, I forgot the question you asked. I, I was asking really about about how that plays into the soul portraits that you do, which are, I mean, because of your background in jazz, which is just improvisation, right? Does right. That, the how jazz does... gave me the classical music. And then the jazz gave me the musical skills to uh, to hear inside myself and to play what I hear, mm-hmm. and that's of course a lifetime of work. But uh, but yet anyone can do it. Um, and then what happened was the spiritual training also helped me to focus and to really. Um, and to trust that once I asked that that was what was appropriate um, was appropriate for the person or the group that I was playing for. Talk about the inspiration. I mean, is it, do you see that uh, the music that you perform and the and that you produce doing these uh, soul portraits, where you basically just sit down, listen to someone's higher intention, and then just play? Do you see that as your own type of meditation? It is definitely a meditation because I am in that listening place. I'm not operating from my personality. The only time that I'm operating from my personality is if I'm asking my higher self a question, is this really the right music for them? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, it'll shift. If it is, it will stay the same. Are you when when you when you perform or when you produce or 
create these soul portraits. Are you in such a state that when you listen to the recording of it afterwards, it, it, it surprises you? Um, sometimes it surprises me. Once one touches, you know, once we touch the soul level mm-hmm. of a person, the divine connection of a person, the music is always glorious. And I find myself very much lifted up uh, when I listen back. Um, there was uh, the there was one I just did the other day. Well, actually, the last two that I had listened back to, actually the last three that I listened back to, mm-hmm. I was so, so moved by the feeling of love as I listened. And um, and that's. For me, what a great thing to be able to be a vehicle for that divine love. Well, that, that's what's just so striking about your music, um, is as you listen to it, it, it really physically stimulates and activates, it feels like the cells and tissues and your whole body, to feel the spiritual energy that, that is coming through. And I don't know, you know, I know that different music does different things for different souls, but... Mm-hmm this is something that has so powerfully touched my life that I wanted to share with folks because many people haven't heard of you. So I want to kind of uh, provide some amplification of what you do. You were mentioning uh, this feeling of love. I want to play another cut right now also from Ascension Harmonics, which is uh, track four. Uh, It's, and you just simply call it love. Thanks, Jim.
That is a part of the track called Love from Ascension Harmonics. We're speaking with Richard Schulman, who uh, channels this kind of music that just really touches the soul in a prof- such a profound way. I've listened to a lot of so-called New Age music and uh, you know, written a couple books on meditation and so have a pretty large collection of meditation music. And there's nothing out there that um, moves me as, as much as your work, Richard. So I'm so grateful that you're with us today. Um, can, you can hear me, right? I can barely, barely hear you. Barely hear me. I can me. hear you now. Now you can hear me. Okay. Uh, I'm so grateful that you are with us today. Um, we are going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, these soul portraits and see if you might do one for us. This is Conversations with Friends. I'll be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community... If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are speaking with Richard Schulman, who is the composer of more than 20 different CDs, including the one that we've been playing tracks from today, which is Ascension Harmonics. When did you first put this out, Richard? That album was first recorded in 1993. Wow. So, you see, I've been listening to it for maybe that long or 94 or something like that. Yeah. And it is such a powerful, it's such a powerful piece. And as I was saying earlier, um... It really is something that I listen to so frequently, and every time I listen to it, I get these nuances, and it really puts me in state. What do you it's see? Beautiful. What what is what's what's the purpose of music? Big question. The purpose of music. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Uh, the purpose for my my purpose for music is to help me connect with my soul and with the divine. And there are many kinds of music that help us connect with whatever, different emotional states. Uh, some musics uh, help you tap your foot, and, and some musics help you become uh, aware of what's coming up to, in the need for healing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to want to just have music as something to express emotion but after I started my spiritual journey it became the purpose uh, was for me became divine expression so to express the divine and that is uh, my greatest joy is this um, I was asking earlier is this sort of like your meditative practice is this something that you do every day you just sit down and music pours forth Music, I'm, I hear music almost all the time. Yeah. Uh, just like you might hear a, a tune from the radio in your head. Um, but it's, um, most of the time, it's just like it's an ongoing flow of melody. Um, 
uh, I also do meditate. And frankly, I uh, Molly sent me your book, and I'm enjoying it. Your uh, book oh, how, on to medita- how to meditate with your dog. How to meditate with your dog. Uh, and I, so I do have a meditative practice, uh-huh. uh, which is kind of eclectic, and but I sit every day, and um, and every time I sit down to play music, it is also a meditative experience whether I'm playing meditative music or whether I'm playing jazz or whether I'm playing something, a classical piece that I've written. Now, we've asked you to uh, uh, do, a, do a mu- and I'm trying to come up with these words, do, create, compose a musical soul portrait for this program, Conversations with Friends, which, of course, is heard not only here in Maui live, but around the world. We have a worldwide audience of folks who listen to us on uh, the Internet via our podcast at conversationswithfriends.com or iTunes or Yahoo or, you know, we have thousands of people who are listening to us in addition to all the folks who are listening live right now on the radio. You're right. going to sit down and, and, and do that after yes, this show? My that intent would be to create a musical soul portrait of music for the highest good for all your listeners and everyone that we are all connected with. So you are gonna. So as soon as as soon as we hang up and we go on with other parts of the show, you're gonna sit down in front of your keyboard and just describe that process. What I will do is I'll sit I'll sit down, get all the technical stuff together, the instruments and everything, mm-hmm. and then I will ask for music for the highest good for this group, and then I will wait and listen. And when I start to hear the music, I'll turn the CD burner on. And uh, I'll play it, and then that'll be the, that process. Um, Do you have any idea right now as we speak, like what instruments you're going to select or what it's going to sound like or the theme or anything like that? Well, I have an array of five keyboards I'll be using, um, and each of them has you know many, many sounds. So I kind of probably will use some piano sounds, and but... I don't know. I won't know till I hear it. So, but I trust it will be appropriate and most likely transcendent. That is so cool. I am so looking forward to that. So, uh, if you'd like to find out what uh, Richard's soul portrait of us in terms of the audience of Conversations with Friends is all about, you can uh, come to our website, conversationswithfriends.com, and listen to it, either streaming on your computer or download it, and you can be able to listen to it on an iPod and take it with you, and that will be up in a, in a day or two. Um, but it's such a fascinating thing. I think this ability to um, basically speak another language, this 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 language of, of, of music, but the type of uh, etheric music that you bring out is just so um, transformative, so powerful, Richard. I'm so delighted, Jim, that you've benefited from it, and uh, I certainly benefit from it myself every time I sit down and play. Well, thank you for being with us. If folks want to get in touch, and, and your your CDs are available on Amazon, you said, right? Yes, they so, are. So uh, the one that we played cuts from my favorite, the one I've been listening to almost daily since 1994, is Ascension Harmonics. 
Um, and then you sent me about, about 20 others, and they're available on Amazon.com. If you'd like to uh, go through our website at uh, unityonmaui.org and click on the Amazon link, you will. It's an easy way to order from Amazon and uh, make a donation at the same time. That uh, doesn't cost you anything, but Amazon uh, donates to us for everything you purchase from them. Richard, thank you so much for being with us today, and I am very grateful for you taking the time and look forward to uh, hearing the sound portrait, which we're going to put up on our website at conversationswithfriends.com. Thank you, Jim. It's been my pleasure. That's Richard Schulman, who joined us from his home in North Carolina. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to continue with this odyssey that we have begun for uh, weeks and weeks ago on simple things that you can do to help make the world a better place by helping to reduce carbon emissions, because global warming is real, and there's some easy things that you can do in your own home and your office to make a difference. I'm James Jacobson. We'll be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We want to thank one of our sponsors who makes Conversations with Friends possible, and that is Real Estate Maui Style. It's one of those many real estate magazines that you see outside, you know, where all those magazines are stacked up. But this is the one that if you live on Maui and this is your home, you want to pick up. Why? Because of the articles. There's actually a wonderful amount of content and stories and fascinating photos that um, really stimulate you and uh, are good to know about. This month's issue of Real Estate Maui Style features an article on George Maitland. Now, speaking of uh, coincidences, and we were talking at the beginning of the program how I was in New York and I got that call from Molly about Richard Shulman. I met George Maitland in New York City. He happened to be sitting uh, at a booth right where I was, and we happened to have the same distributor for our books. It was a very uh, small world, very a lot of coinkydinks, um, and I don't believe in coincidence. So uh, it's a it's a fascinating article about George, and uh, it's called the the Peter Pan of healthy eating. He has a great book out, and that you can read about in Real Estate Maui style. Available, I won't say on newsstands, available on those free stands all over Maui. So pick up a copy of it today. We, um, I wanted to share with you, again, some thoughts about things that you can do to help make the world a little bit better. And um, little things that you can do in your home. For example, in your garage. If you, keep an, if you have an attached garage, keep the door closed as much as possible because the hot air from the house, you know, hot air from outside comes in. And if you have the door shut, it creates that buffer zone. You can also save between 8 and 10% of your energy costs by insulating the floor over uh, heated spaces and, and crawl spaces in your home. And also in your garage, if you have an old freezer or refrigerator there, 
get rid of it because one large refrigerator is more efficient than two smaller ones, and those made after 1993 are Energy Star compliant. So the best thing you can do if you have an old one, get rid of it, get a new one that has the Energy Star. It'll make a up to a 28% difference in your energy bill just by getting a new refrigerator. So joining us on the phone line, I've never said this, I haven't said this in a while, joining us on the phone line is Mary Olmwake. Mary? Yes. Aloha. How welcome. Are you? Welcome Aloha. to welcome to your show. Welcome to Conversations with Friends. Where are you? Well, I'm sitting right here at beautiful Unity Village. You're hearing the uh, the chapel bells play, and they I don't know how long they play. They weren't playing when I called in, but um, <laughs> they every day uh, when the people leave work and they play. I guess when they come to work, it's just exquisite here, Jim. We've had the most wonderful um, retreat. Dr. Michael Beckwith came in, one of our favorite people, and of course we're here. We're Silent Unity, 110 years of world. Um, worldwide prayer 24 hours a day it's been going on and uh, everything is green and beautiful and flowering so how are you there in beautiful maui we are we are great we are we are wonderful it's it's um you know just we were just listening to uh richard shulman who is one we got some uh humming we got some uh, breath i don't know if that's you breathing into the phone or if there's some wind going there but uh, oh, there's no wind. Okay. It could be. Um, I found that my cell phone doesn't do as well here in Missouri, and uh, I moved ma- around because I miss- didn't get a signal. How are you doing now? That sounds I'm great. I'm doing heavy breathing, Jim. Okay, you're not. I mean, I know this no, is pretty exciting. No, the middle of the day here. It's 4.30. <laughs> um, it, we were... Uh, we were listening to Richard Schulman, who is who is one of my favorite musicians. He's, he... he uh, I, it turns out that the CD that I listen to almost every day in meditation came out in 1993, and I didn't realize as I've been listening to it since, I think, 1994 on an almost daily basis. And I find that to really help transform you know, my meditation into a easily get me into meditation. When you meditate, do you listen to music? Uh, not much. I did in the beginning. For many years, I played Ascension and Fairy Rings over and over and then. And now pretty much I um, just contemplate something beautiful and think about God's glory and the beloved of my soul. And I pretty much go into as much silence as there is. Sometimes where I live, Ma'alaya, mm-hmm. uh, we have quite a bit of wind sometimes. And then, of course, I'm right on the ocean, so I'll hear waves. But pretty much I've gone um, to, I just don't do that much anymore, but it was so helpful for a long, long time. And then one day... Um, the silence just called me deeper. So there is an ohm going on. There is a silence, a call. And I think all the all the different tools like our breaths and the way we focus on a word or a candle or a mantra, that those are wonderful um, techniques to get us to that place where we're just in awe, just that total place of peace that has no sound other than the beloved. So. You you are considered, but it's quite an adventure. This journey into um, a, a growing, expanded awareness of the divine. You know, Michael Beckwith said something so great. He said, "We don't we don't come here and we don't do our spiritual work to get high. We do it to get free." And I thought that was such a great insight because I hear so many people talk about bliss and and all of that, and which I totally love. But that the whole work is about getting free from all the illusions of any separation and being totally present to this now moment, which. I'm just imagining you're sitting there in the studio, Gary's behind you, and and uh, right where you are, heaven is, and right where I am, I'm sitting here at 80, 
68 degrees with humidity. I turned off my air conditioning and opened the window so that I could just, you know, be here and and just be present. And it's just every place is heaven and it, when we're in that just moment, what is now. And it's just beautiful. And I'm I'm so grateful. I just uh, I love unity. It's just such a blessing for people who listen. Uh, to us, whether you're visiting Maui or live here, you might put on your calendar if you're ever in Kansas City in the heartland to come to Unity Village. It's 1,400 acres, Jim, and it's just beautifully, beautifully treed and beautiful flowers and great architecture. The son of the founders of Unity, um, they were best friends with Walt Disney and the young man who developed the first mall in America. And when they were young college students, they went off to Italy and spent some time there. So Unity Village has this exquisite Italian architecture right in the middle of the heartland and um, water fountains, huge, and it's just exquisite. Um, now Unity have, Village is, is also, it's it's an operational school. It's where it's a ministry where people go and learn to become well, ministers. Well, yes, the Unity Institute is here. It's on its way to being accredited, so people come here. To, they can get a master's degree in theology. They can take the, the classwork that gives them the master's degree in unity religious studies. So they can get either the broad stroke of theology or they can focus in on unity's message. But they end up with a master's degree. So that, that university is here. It's called the Unity Institute. Also, the continuing education. And the classes are now online. A lot of people are taking a lot of the unity basic classes online. And um, just as, you know, religious science is doing, Agape is doing, the, um, the basic teachings, they, it's so amazing. You go on your computer and learn things that were so hard to get just 50 years ago, 20 years ago. Now, people all over the world, you know, the secret isn't much of a secret anymore when it's broadcast everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it's just a wonderful time. Also, uh, the Daily Word is published here, and that reaches millions of people every month. And then the um, prayer ministry is here, where they do answer phones 24 hours a day, Jim. And so people that are hurting or in the middle of a dream that just can't quite make it budge, you know, or they're just on that brink, they just need that prayer support if they can't call Unity on Maui during regular hours, because our chaplains will always pray with you. uh, You'll get someone live in the middle of the night here, and you just call... um, I, it's eight hundred. Pray now. Or now pray. Now pray. Pray now. No, it's. I think it's one eight. It's one eight hundred. Now pray. Oh, one eight hundred. Now pray. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you saw that. It's okay. A, <laughs> yes, I so how does that? What is that? Crisis going. I can't get through. <laughs> what does that but, operation look like? What describe that for us? The prayer room. The I'm prayer room. Right at it. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Which? Yeah, describe how the prayer. I mean, is, I imagine there's like this room of people, like with banks of telephones. Well, it is. You know, the the Unity Silent Unity Prayer Room is, is it's huge. It's a beautiful building. It's only about um, 15 years old, and it has the beautiful prayer chapel in it where we did the opening night of our retreat, and that seats about uh, 300 people. But they do noon, uh, 11 o'clock prayer there every single day. And I was there today. I came over, and it's 20 minutes, and they pray, and about half of that's in the silence, and they speak the word for health and for prosperity and for the presence of God and for the awareness of of whatever the prayer requests are. Then it's several uh, floors, because if you call, you get a prayer letter. Not only does someone pray right with you, and there's a huge prayer room, 
and I don't know how many people they have, but they have um, always, you know, 30 or 40 people answering the phone, maybe more. Wow. And then when you take a seven-hour shift, you spend one hour of that in the silent prayer room. So everybody who's answering that phone has uh, two 30-minute shifts, I think it is, in the silent unity prayer. So they just sit in the quiet and then come back and answer the prayer. So it's quite a large building. I'm trying to think in Maui if it's as big. It's probably it's three stories, but it's as big as Macy's, but exquisite uh, Italian architecture. Wow. And uh, lovely. And then I'm looking right now at the prayer tower, which was their their water system. Yeah. And everything here was built originally. Uh, the fountains, which are about two city blocks long, were the air conditioning system. It was the most innovative when they built it in the 1930s and 40s. Uh, the most innovative architecture of its time. The first place in the world where they poured the slabs in the ground and then raised them up, which is now common practice. The first place it was done was here at Unity Village. And the Fillmore child got it from the Bible. It says something about they'll pour the cement in the ground. It didn't say cement, but the building material, and they'll live, raise it up. He got the idea, and that's how it was built. So it's really exquisite. And, of course, then it's been totally renovated. So, um, as they say, everything's up to date in Kansas City. Have, uh, truly, yeah, it as truly is. As, you, as you've walked around the grounds and, and met the, 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 the theological students, the people who are coming, have you noticed, are there, are there different types of folks who are being called to the ministry these days than when you were in it? know because they're from all over the world and um, unity is more international than it was 20 years ago when I was here mm-hmm. we were just beginning to bring in students from around the world but now there's quite a few and of course the ministers conference is here so now they're in from all over the world but they're meeting down just about 20 miles down the road in Overland Park Kansas because unity village doesn't have the facilities to house a thousand people they probably can house they probably can house on site maybe 300 they have a uh, a stadium they have a big auditorium for 1100 or 1200 which we filled when Michael Beckwith was here and that was wonderful Ricky Beckwith and Michael and um, so there's a big auditorium and then there's several small ones but there aren't the the sleeping arrangements in the places so they go over to the big hotels down the road and then they were out here Sunday night and uh, all day Monday but now they're um, now they're down over in Overland Park. So I came over here today just to walk the grounds because it is sacred, Jim. The grounds are so filled with prayer and love and so beautiful. I mean, it just takes your breath away to realize you're right surrounded by a city and yet 1,400 acres. You can't see a car except the you know cars parked here. You can't hear a sound except the birds. Squirrels are jumping around and bunny rabbits and foxes. Literally, as I'm sitting here, I've just seen a couple of squirrels and bunny rabbits just run by. So, and There's a golf course here, and there's a swimming pool. It's, it's warm today, so there's lots of people in the pool. But the most important thing is Charles Fillmore, back in when this was visioned, they called it Unity Farm, the, the people who worked here, um, they had big apartments they lived in. They had big amphitheaters. They put on plays and dances and so he envisioned a place where people lived and loved God and grew together um, and had their own homes, and it was ju- it just is. It's just a, a, I was talking today with one of the vice presidents, and it's like a renaissance time. It's people are waking up to the presence of God, and that, um, in fact, the talk title, what I'm talking about Sunday, Jim, is you're good, invisible or visible, it's all around you all the time. 
Mm. And uh, the only question is, is my good coming into visibility, or is it still invisible? And all our spiritual work is really about taking away what blocks the flow of the infinite good that we already are. And that's always about loving what we are and loving who we are and, and giving service. It's never about getting. One of the things Michael said is, <laughs> it just kind of took people back, but he says, the world has nothing for you. Everything that brings you true and lasting happiness is already inside. And when you discover your unique and magnificent gifts inside, and then you give them into the world, you naturally prosper. You naturally live a life of beauty and harmony and friendships and creativity and the things that really bring lasting joy. So this is a renaissance time, I think, both for the world and for unity. And, you know, for people who are um, shifting their attention away from you know, the dramas in the world, which every day you read more and more nightmare accounts of, of people caught in the illusion, and yet all around us, heaven is. It's already there, Jesus said. And so, you know, you're in Maui where it's so visible all the time, year-round, and I'm here at Unity Village where it's just a palpable presence that comes from people who genuinely are loving their lives and growing. And the retreat that we did was the largest retreat they've had here, and it was just the most beautiful experience of my life. I'm, I'm trying now. That's why I took today off. I thought I'd better try to ground myself and <laughs> come back to the real world. But the real world really is um, magnificent. So, what, you um, know, you just you just sound so filled up now, and I can't help I, am, I can't I help but think that's that's part of the. Uh, that just kind of happens through the experience of travel and new experiences. Do you get the sense that as you travel and just, and, you know, just even if we live in paradise all the time, uh-huh. just the fact of, of creating some movement and going someplace different and experiencing different people and different foods and different time zones, that mm-hmm. that somehow stimulates us on an energetic level so that we well, I think get... the world has a lot of entertainment in it, and it's, you know, for some that's exactly true, and for others travel is really, really Really difficult, mm-hmm. but I think what I would focus on is um, the inner work. The inner work creates the opening for the magnificence to happen wherever we are. And you know, Maui provided me, Jim, for just this amazing grace to do the inner detox, the cleansing away. You know, my mother died a few months ago. My brother died this year. I came to Maui in deep grief. I just lost a huge thing in my life. It just the biggest loss that I could think of, and, and of course, it, and so Maui really has a grace to not only nurture and heal us, but to let us see the beauty that's all around us again, and anyone who's living on Maui, Maui is given an amazing gift, but you know, there's downside to that gift, and you can take it for granted, get complacent, and, and forget that you're really here to give to the world, and I don't think there's any true and lasting happiness until we discover that magnificence, which there's just a natural desire to give once you know that you are loved, mm-hmm. once you know that you're worthy, once you know, you know that you really are magnificent. There's it's one breath away from how can I share it? How can I share it? And then you, you everything that you need comes to you. And I think that that's that's what people are starting to learn. There's nothing to get out there. It's really about what do I have to give, and the universe can only respond in kind. So once we make that shift. And um, I think that's the, the shift that I'm feeling in my own life. And it's been a long time coming. <laughs> so I've done a lot of work. And um, it was good to come home. I mean, this was my home gym for um, Overland Park, Kansas, just 17 miles down the road. But um, to come home to um, the teachings. And unity is not a religion. It's really a way of life that is taught. It's ancient, the ancient 
spiritual wisdom that's taught in every great spiritual tradition that this great infinite presence of goodness is our true self and that we're in the expression business just like God's in the express business we're little gods <laughs> little mini gods and we're here to express that and I feel that that's the shift in me that there's nothing to get anymore there's only what have I come to give and when, um, when, everybody I see is in the same boat so it's the same it's the game is how do I give more of the good that I am when and, you um, when you feel these shifts elaborate on that how does it how, I mean how can folks uh, know that it's something that it's not just a mind trick but it's something genuine well you know and I think you, do, you take the next step you take the next step I remember hearing Deepak Chopra say I think you were there in the conversation but maybe not when he when someone asked how did you know he's this great visionary luminous being and he truly is embodying the presence all the time now and they asked him how did you start and he said well my first goal the first the first step on the spiritual path for me was i wanted to quit smoking (laughs) and so whatever wherever you at you take the next step wherever you're at you take the next step and then that creates a greater opening but for me there was one shift that just i Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl of great price and that the pearl is there and the merchant will sell anything to have that pearl. And it's the same thing. The very, um, Jesus said that the kingdom of heaven is like a buried treasure and that you don't own. And once you understand that God is within you, the infinite, limitless, boundless goodness of God is your own true self, then you do anything. You take any class. You do all the prayer. You do any, you know, you just take the next step. And then one day you wake up and you realize, wow, the pearl of great price is within me. And I'm it. And there's, there's been um, nothing but gratitude. And, and what I'm seeing now is just the beauty everywhere. And, and again, um, I think it's grace. And does it last forever? I don't know. Um, I've certainly had these breakthroughs before. And then back to experiencing more work to cleanse away more and more. But inside there's a tremendous peace. And there's just annoyance that the next right thing is arising. The next right thing is arising, and then I'm just here to shine and share and be, and I truly am in a blessed place. I, that's true. <laughs> You're hearing that, huh? I totally, it's totally coming yeah, through. Yeah. Well, Mary, we, we wish you safe journeys. You're coming back on Friday. You'll be in church on Sunday at the Seventh-day sure Adventist I'm Church. I'm looking because we're going to be talking about your good, invisible or visible, it's always at hand. So what is the next step, you know, asking in prayer, and, you know, we all get guidance. It's so important to understand we all get guidance. It's just sometimes we don't um, we don't hear it. Someone said this week, I thought, um, something told me. And, and someone said, oh, that's just God's nickname. Something told me. <laughs> you know, something told me to make that call. Something told me to come to Maui. Something told me to sell this. Or something told me to apply for that job. And they said, oh, that's just God's nickname. Uh, nickname. <laughs> we were so we were so blessed. Of course, while you were away this past week, the uh, Maui Film Festival went on. Oh my! La- oh on, my! And on Sunday night, um, one of my uh, the 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 movie that made me laugh and cry, and I just can't tell you how great it was. Was Evan Almighty with uh, Steve Carell, and I'm sure a lot of people in our listening audience here in Maui heard watched the movie. It, it's amazing about uh, this guy who just got elected to Congress feeling the uh, message or hearing the message from God um, 
to uh, build an ark in his backyard. And you know, to it's do a, what? To build an ark. It's, a, it's oh it's, my god, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Yeah, his first name is Evan, Evan. Almighty. And it is. Evan. It's a sequel to the sort of the Jim Carrey movie from a few years ago. Uh, Bruce uh, Almighty. Bruce Almighty, and it's yeah. hilarious, and it's certainly a comedy and amazing special effects. But on a deeper <laughs> spiritual level, it, it's all about the idea of hearing a message and then having the. Uh, uh, commitment, the strength, the fortitude to go and do it. And it was such a powerful film that, you know, you can, it's great for kids, but it really has a deeper spiritual message. And I was mm. really touched by it. And, and it, you know, people around me are in the, in the, out there under the stars were like looking, why is he laughing? Oh, wow. But it just, well, it just, you know, heaven's all around us. Jesus said, it's all around you. It's within. You just don't yet have the consciousness to see it. So all the work we do on Sunday morning, all the classwork, all the prayer work, and I know everybody's listening, they're all doing it, we're all doing it together, is we're taking away that which blocks and keeps the illusion in place so that we can see what always is. And everywhere is beauty. Maui, it's overdone, let's face it. If you don't see it in Maui, um, you know, you're going to have to work hardy, but it's everywhere, and um, it's in everyone. And so that I leave you with that. Um, many blessings, Jim, and Thank you, I look Mary. forward to being home, and I um, I look forward to being wherever I am. <laughs> okay. Well, we will see you on Sunday. Thanks, Mary Wake. Um, Safe travels. That was Mary Wake who was uh, talking to us from the heartland. She'll be back in church on Sunday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, where we meet at 10 a.m., 9.30 a.m. in the silence. I also wanted to let you know about a couple of other events that are coming up at Unity in the following weeks. On June 22nd, Christine Warner is conducting a class that she's done before that will take your breath away. It's called Radiant Breathwork, and it's a very powerful program to learn how to really use your breath to have some transformative changes in your life. And then uh, later in the month, on June 28th, there is a program that is only $10. It's presented by Dr. Ruza V. Boganovich, and I'm sure I butchered her name, and the program is called The Cure is the Cause. Um, uh, Dr. Ruva is a certified naturopathic doctor, true nutritionist, and a member of the American Naturopathic Medical Association, and she is going to be teaching us how to cleanse the body naturally, emotional healing's role in curing disease, why is the cure always in the cause, what's wrong with our pets today? I don't know what is wrong with our pets today. I think my dog's just fine. How do uh, vaccines really affect the immune system? Now, that is powerful because after um, I got my dog vaccinated a couple times against rabies to comply with some Hawaii state laws uh, a short time after she went blind, and I believe that there is some connection between that. So I'm fascinated to hear this discussion uh, that she's doing Thursday, June 28th from 6.30 to 8.30 at Unity. It's, again, a $10 suggested love offering. And most importantly, our annual event with Dr. Wayne Dyer, which will be Sunday, July 15th at the Maui Arts and Cultural Center at 10 a.m. at the Castle Theater. Mark your calendar now. This is an annual event. Wayne has been doing this for over, I think, almost 20 years now. Um, and it is a powerful thing. He is our opportunity to, to get and to, to be in the audience with Wayne as he talks about what he's working on next. He is a seminal thinker and, of course, uh, a big promoter of uh, public television and has been seen by 
millions of people and raised tens of millions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, for PBS, sharing his spiritual message. And you can see him live on stage on Sunday, July 15th at 10 a.m. And that's basically where we take Unity on the road and move down to the Mac for this once-a-year event. So mark your calendars for Sunday, July 15th. Also joining Wayne on stage will be his daughter, Sky Dyer, who is an amazing singer, and, of course, Kurt Lee, the Unity Choir, Virgie Cantorna, and the entire Hula Hooey. That's all going to be happening on Sunday, July 15th for our annual event at the MAC with, with uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. want to let you know that Unity is a congregation that meets every Sunday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in Kahului. At 9.30 a.m., we meet we're in the silence for about 20 minutes. Uh, Mary moves us through this beautiful process of connecting as a community and going into the silence. And then at 10 a.m., we get together for our Sunday celebration service. Please join us this Sunday and every Sunday. And if you'd like to hear this program via podcast, join us on conversationswithfriends.com. As we talked about in our first part of the program, um, the uh, musician Richard Schulman has been uh, producing, as we've been speaking with Mary, a musical soul portrait, which you can listen to on our website at conversationswithfriends.com. That should be up tomorrow. I'm James Jacobson. Thanks for listening to us. We'll be back again next Tuesday right here on KOI. Aloha.